believers from man's institutions to God's instructions. Today we're going to talk about Hanukkah and prophecy. I'm Tim. And I'm Miss. When Tim and I first learned about Hanukkah, it was more about the history. But did you know that there's a prophetic side to it as well? If you haven't already, please check out our episode 18 titled Feast of Dedication. Hanukkah means dedication in Hebrew. That episode covers the history. Today's episode will address the prophetic. And we pray that you get something from our additional perspectives on this special celebration. Mm-hmm. You can email us at redpilltorah at gmail.com. Follow us on redpilltorah.podbean.com. Find us at our website, www.redpilltorah.com, as well as on Facebook, Twitter, Amazon Music, Google Podcasts, Deezer, TuneIn, Spotify, Listen Notes, iHeartRadio, and Stitcher, and wherever you hear your favorite podcasts. We love to hear from you. And don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. And feel free to make a comment or ask a question. And also, we'd like to say shalom to our friends in Missouri and France. Amen, Mama. So, we're talking about Hanukkah on this podcast. We want to say up front that while this is not one of Jehovah's appointed times, it is vital for all of grafted in Israel to know this story. We also think it's a blessing to celebrate this great deliverance for the Jewish people. Like the appointed times on Elohim's calendar, Hanukkah has something to do with past, present, and future events. These events are so vital to understand that Elohim told his faithful servant Daniel to share it with Judah. Yeshua told his disciples about them, referring or referencing the events mentioned by Daniel. And Yeshua also spoke about them again in the book of Revelation when he told John, who wrote it down for us, the modern-day disciples of Yeshua HaMashiach. Tim, let's start by giving a summary of the story of Hanukkah. Israel's job was to be kings and priests to the world, living by the instructions of Yehovah Elohecha. Over time, many in the Jewish remnant of Israel adopted the ways of unbelievers around them, so Yehovah removed his protection. An evil ruler from Greece named Antiochus Epiphanes sent his troops to attack Egypt. On the way back, they attacked Israel, but Yehovah did not help Israel. Antiochus's army killed many of the Jewish people, and he desecrated and stole items from Yehovah's temple. Later, Antiochus made a decree that all peoples under his rule would only embrace Greek culture, Greek religion, and all things Greek. You know, a one-world system, also known as a new world order. They were required to forsake any gods or traditions that they originally followed or else be killed. For the Jews, this meant forsaking Jehovah, not observing Jehovah's Sabbath, not circumcising their sons, not observing Jehovah's appointed times, not giving the required offerings to Jehovah, and freely eating unclean meats like pork, for example. Many Jews complied, but many did not. For this reason, Antiochus sent troops out to the various towns, compelling the leaders of each town to sacrifice to the Greek gods and eat pig. This would show their allegiance and encourage others to follow suit. As you probably already know, when they came to the town of Modin, the priest, Mattathias, told the king's messengers that he and his sons 
and his brethren would never disobey their Elohim, and they would not follow Antiochus's decree. When one of Mattathias' fellow Jews said that he would eat the pig, Mattathias jumped up and killed him and Antiochus's messenger and soldiers. Then he said to the people in the town, Whoever is zealous or passionate for Jehovah's law and is keeping his covenant, follow me. Mattathias and his sons left everything they had and fled to the mountains. Everyone who was willing to fight followed them. This was the beginning of the revolt against Antiochus. I would encourage anyone to read the entire book of 1 Maccabees because it tells of amazing battles and challenges that the Jewish people encountered and how Jehovah gave them success because they put their trust in him. The eight-day celebration of Hanukkah is to honor and praise Jehovah for success in defeating the enemies of the Jewish people against great odds and allowing them to rebuild the altar dedicated to him. Mm -hmm. It's a time and a reason to rejoice. And so we should, because he's our Elohim too. Did you know that when we were grafted in to the covenants and the commonwealth of Israel, we were grafted into this fight as well? History tells us that Jehovah is serious about fulfilling his word to Abraham. He proves his covenant is still in force for the natural born descendants of Abraham because despite the many attempts to, to exterminate the Jewish people over the centuries, they're still here. Jehovah has not abandoned them and he has not replaced them with the church. But because he is so good, he made a way for everyone to be included in the covenants. And that way is through faith in and obedience to the promised consolation of Israel, Yeshua, the Messiah. Amen, Mama. You know, I noticed that so many times when the Jewish people face persecution, there's an attempt to separate them from the covenant and any actions that are directed in the covenant. Things like circumcision, eating clean meats, observing the Sabbath, and other covenant activities are usually banned. You know, even in the early church, through its inquisitions, the church was guilty of this same anti-covenant persecution. A strong dislike of anything that seems Jewish persists to this day in many, if not most, churches. Check out our episode 66, Rick and Deborah's story, and what that family experienced after wearing traditional kippahs to church. Think about the menu at many church-sponsored meals, and even the day most churches choose to worship on. It is safe to say that most churches have abandoned the covenant at best, and worst case, have actually shown contempt for it. Dad, we need to remember the warning of Romans chapter 11, verses 17 through 18, which say to the grafted in believers, if some of the natural branches were broken off, and you a wild olive branch were grafted in among them and have become equal sharers in the rich root of the olive tree, then don't boast as if you were better than the branches. However, if you do boast, remember that you are not supporting the root. The root is supporting you. Now let's skip down to verse 28. We read more about, about natural born Israel. The scriptures say, regarding the gospel, natural born Israel is hated for your sake. But with respect to being chosen, they are loved for Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob's sake, because God's free gift and his calling are irrevocable. We see that clearly in the prophetic messages of Hanukkah. 
Both Daniel and Yeshua the Messiah spoke of the transgression or abomination that causes desolation. Mm -hmm. We see it mentioned in Daniel chapter 8 verse 13 and chapter 12 verse 11. At the first mention, the abomination that causes desolation was linked to a king from Greece. See chapter 8 verse 21. The second mention is linked to the end of days. See chapter 12 verse 9. Yeshua mentioned it in Mark 13 describing the events of the last days and referencing Daniel's prophecy. See Mark chapter 13 verse 14. The book of Revelation gives us warnings about the anti-Messiah, an evil ruler who, like Antiochus Epiphanes, will demand worldwide compliance to a one world order. In the Revelation, we are warned about the times to come and encouraged to persevere until we are gathered by our victorious Messiah. Amen. The oppression that was will come again, and Yeshua will destroy it with the brightness of his coming. We urge you to study and be conversant on the words of Yeshua in Mark 13, as well as the Revelation. The other point we want to make is that the abomination that causes desolation is lived out in some detail in the first book of Maccabees and recorded in historical in historical records. The book of Maccabees is not found in today's Bible. Perhaps on a future podcast we can discuss how the books of the Bible were selected and why some were not. For now, just know that it was man's decision not to include Maccabees in Scripture and that we need the books of First and Second Maccabees to see that what Daniel prophesied did come to pass and that it involved the abomination that causes desolation. That's right, Mama. When Yeshua mentioned it in Mark, he was speaking to people who celebrated Hanukkah and knew exactly what the abomination that causes desolation was. They, unlike most believers today, understood the serious implications of the abomination of desolation as a future event. If you don't have a copy of the book of Maccabees or the Apocrypha, we urge you to get it for yourself. Now remember, not every book in the Apocrypha is to be taken as scripture, but for greater understanding, we are strongly recommending that you read Maccabees to understand Hanukkah. Miss, can you read some of the story from the book of Maccabees? Sure. In chapter 1 of First Maccabees, around verse 41, we learn that Antiochus Epiphanes decreed that the Jews should stop observing the Sabbath, feast days, offering, uh, dietary structure dietary instructions and other covenant instructions. They were to start doing things the Greek way and whoever didn't obey this decree would be killed. Now starting at verse 51 it reads in the selfsame manner wrote he to the whole kingdom and appointed overseers over all the people commanding the cities of Judea to sacrifice city by city. Then many of the people were gathered unto them to wit everyone that forsook the law and so they committed evil in the land and drove the Israelites into secret places, even wheresoever they could flee for help. Now the 15th day of the month of Caslu, in the 145th year, they set up the abomination of desolation upon the altar and built up idol altars in the city on every side. Tim, history tells us that the abomination of desolation 
included the sacrifice of a pig on the holy altar of Jehovah. It also included setting up the image or statue of a false god in the temple of Elohim. Wow, miss, you read that the abomination was set up on the 15th day of the month of Kislev. That happens to be today, the same date this podcast was released. Hanukkah is about dedication in so many ways. We celebrate the Jewish people's heroic victory and rededication of the altar in the temple. We celebrate their dedication to the Torah, even under threat of death. Mm -hmm. For those of us who are grafted into the covenants of Israel, we embrace our connection to the brave people written about in Maccabees and others who died while preserving the word and ways of Yehovah. Now that you know your connection to Hanukkah, what would you do if you discovered that the way you live your life and some of your beliefs were out of line with God's instructions? Would you take the blue pill and just consider Hanukkah another Jewish ritual that has nothing to do with you? Or would you take the red pill and dedicate yourself to following and teaching God's instructions? Only you can answer that question. We have a couple of quick suggestions on how to commemorate this Hanukkah holiday. Please consider studying about the history and prophetic significance of Hanukkah. Make it your goal to remember the warning Yeshua shared in Mark 13. We know he's coming soon, and persecution of believers, just like in the days of the Maccabees, is coming before his return. So watch and pray. If you haven't already, dedicate yourself to following the Torah, the instructions given by the Most High Elohim. Study even more to ground yourself in the truth of his word so you will not be deceived or discouraged in the days to come. And don't forget to celebrate. 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verses 16-18 through 18, reminds us to rejoice evermore, pray without ceasing, and in everything give thanks, for this is the will of Jehovah in Yeshua HaMashiach concerning you. Well, Dad, that's it for today's podcast. Please go back and listen again to what we shared and talk about it with your family and friends. And thank you for spending 15 or so minutes with us at Red Pill Tour where you can handle the truth.